Walmart has a famous saying that uh, either you are selling to a customer or you're helping somebody sell. The implication being that if you're not in one of those two roles, please get out of the way. And on the Riabu podcast, we're going to extrapolate that today to the subject of payment collections. In the past, collecting on invoices might very well have been seen as something that the finance department does. And if you're a regular listener to Simon Littlewood and I on the Riabu podcast, you'll know that we've brought that consideration or that conversation uh, out considerably to people like salespeople, for example, uh, other people who are in touch with the customer, such as those in the warehousing and logistics areas. And today we're going to continue that conversation to see actually, is there anybody in the organization who just like at Walmart, where everybody's responsible for selling or helping sell, is there anybody responsible in your organization who should not care about collections? Simon, I have a feeling I know what your answer is going to be. Well, you know, we talk about something called the virtuous revenue cycle, which is things that you need to do continuously if you're serious about having a good, healthy relationship with your customers and ensuring that they pay you on time so that the cash flows. And the first thing that we say is top-down ownership. In other words, that from the very top of the company, you have to take payment issues seriously. Because the reality is, if you don't, then you're going to see inevitably differences in the level of interest and behavior of people within your company. And an extreme example of that would be, you know, you and I were, were at a conference a, a while ago, and a guy came up to us and said he's under enormous pressure to sell and to get his accounts to pay on time. Whenever he asks them to pay on time, they go to the CEO and the CEO lets them off. Do you remember that? Oh, uh, yes, that's right. That was at the accounting and finance show in Singapore pre-COVID uh, some time ago. As I recall, it was a business in the leasing uh, yes. Business. Yes. Well, there you there you have a classic, you know, cross You know, you have a CEO who thinks he's being sort of magnanimous by giving his customers an opportunity to pay late. Well, that's not really very helpful because the reality is that if you don't take your payment terms seriously, your customer sure isn't. And if your CEO doesn't take them seriously, why would your customer take them seriously? So <laughs> your customer will take you for a ride. <laughs> yeah. So, so and, uh, you know, and um, and the reality is that CEOs who don't take customer payment terms seriously generally come to regret it in the course of time. Um, because that's not a sustainable attitude. You know, I mean, we all want to hang on to our money, but we want to hang on to it in such a way that we feel okay with ourselves. And if we have a supplier who actually says, don't worry about it, we say, oh, okay, I won't. (laughs) I won't worry about it. Uh, But no, you don't want that. You need to be professional. So it's top-down ownership. And then it's clear terms. And the reason for clear terms and what those terms are, and we call this a credit policy, which is a get paid on time policy. If you're a small company, we've created a one pager that you can use with each account, which says, which defines the very basic things that you need to have in place with any account before you do business with them, including when they're supposed to pay you. That, and that means when the money's in your bank and also how you deal with any issues which arise, such as discrepancies. All customers should sign that. <clears throat> if you're a big company with, with many accounts, you might want to have a more complex comprehensive document, but the fact of the matter is every company should have that document in place with every customer. And in order for it to operate, um, everybody in your leadership team has to understand what's in it and be behind it, including the CEO. And that's precisely why the 
credit policy wizard on the riabu.com portal is so useful. You don't need to hire a consultant necessarily to write one of these for you because the document really ought to be in plain English, easily understood, not just by your customers, but also by people internally. What you'll also find in the digital kit on the Riabu website is a so-called discrepancy reporting link. In other words, it's a link that you can circulate to virtually anybody in the company who, upon discovering some sort of discrepancy or perhaps hearing on the grapevine that the customer is exploiting a certain loophole in your processes, you are then able to report that. And Simon, that really does go for virtually anybody in the organization, whether you are in a frontline sales responsibility or not. So you've got your team to agree that working capital is important and they understand what's in the credit policy and they can talk to what's in the credit policy whenever they meet a customer. What then happens if there is a mistake, as sooner or later there will be, and your customer is not paying you on time? Well, let's look at the kind of errors that can occur uh, and you know who ultimately has to own the resolution of those errors, because it's not the person that hears about those errors who's probably somebody in the finance department who's on the telephone who hears that there's a problem. So what might the problems be? A product was broken or not delivered properly. Maybe it's the maybe it's the distributor, the truck driver. Uh, product was manufactured wrong in the first place. Maybe it was supply chain. Wrong product was put on the truck. Maybe it's the supply chain in the depot. Um, the price was wrong. Maybe that's finance or maybe that's the sales team. Um, there are a whole range of things that can go wrong. And the point is, that they're not owned by the person that finds out about them. They're owned by whoever in the organization belongs to the functional area that has responsibility for that particular aspect of your transaction. And they have to be prepared to step up quickly and resolve it because to the extent that they don't, the invoice won't get paid. Indeed. And that's what the resolution center in the Riabu website is for, so that you, with the click of a mouse, are able to see exactly who is responsible for what type of discrepancy. And it even holds those people to account to ensure that the customer's concerns or discrepancy report is addressed. But beyond finance, beyond sales, beyond the senior leadership team, beyond the people in the depot, as you call them, or those uh, loading the, the goods onto the truck, is there anybody actually in your organization who should not have an interest in collections? Well, that's a bit of a broad question. I mean, I, I, certainly the need for customers. I'd rather talk about service. Collections is, you don't, it's funny, the term collection kind of implies that you've kind of got to make a special effort to go and get the stuff that was due to you in the first place. That's the way I kind of hear it. So I, so I try and not to use the term collections in conversations with companies that are struggling, because if you set it up right in the first place, you won't have to get involved in collections, which is running around collecting stuff. And indeed, there are parts of, of, of Asia, such as India, where companies routinely employ large teams of people on motorbikes who do nothing but go around to their customers and collect late payments from them. You know, it, <laughs> yes, I know. And, uh, you know, <laughs> what a job. But I mean, we, you know, surely it would be better if we avoid that happening in the first place. And we avoid that happening in the first place by everyone taking responsibility for the for discrepancies that originate in their function um, and for also committing to ensure that whatever is causing those discrepancies is addressed so that they're eliminated at source, root cause is removed. So that over time, 
those errors stop occurring. And by committing to resolving the issues that prevent prompt payment and eradicating them, you ensure that progressively the reasons that you give your customers to pay you late become fewer and fewer and fewer and fewer. The point is, in many organizations, the focus on that activity is very narrow. It's very narrowly focused very often on finance, who are very often responsible for collecting the invoices and reporting how the invoicing and the collections, as we call it, go. Um, but at the end of the day, have very little power over the things which cause the, the money to be paid late in the first place. Um, and therefore, we need a much broader sense of ownership. And with that sense of ownership, we need people to be measured on this. So if you've established that a certain number of invoice discrepancies need to go to your supply chain department for resolution, then you know what? They need to be measured on whether they are responding to those requests for resolution within a timely fashion. And everybody should have that within their measurement. So to your point, Mark, uh, what I would say is this, you know, is everyone involved? Well, wherever in the company you might need to resolve a customer issue in order to aid payment or indeed customer service in general, you should have that reflected in the way that you're evaluated because this is critical. You know, let's be like, let's be like Walmart. It's all about keeping the customer happy. Yeah? So it's also perhaps the service or the after-sales serviceman who perhaps uh, tightens a few screws on the new machine Somebody, perhaps uh, the receptionist who is in contact with the customer, maybe uh, arranges appointments or, or greets them as they come into the reception area. It looks like everybody needs to have this customer mindset and also the mindset that if this customer is not happy or if there is a discrepancy that I overhear, I need to report it so that it's resolved. Well, you know, some companies do carry this kind of culture to astonishing um, lengths. I mean, uh, there's a well-known purveyor of software. Am I allowed to talk, am I allowed to mention Microsoft? Or is that, uh, uh, in, I, mean, I would mention them in very positive terms. You know, I had a meeting a few years ago with a very senior guy at Microsoft, and I happened to mention a very minor issue that I was having with a software product just by way of conversation. And he got out of this piece of paper and he started making copious notes. And he was a vice president. And he said, yeah, we always do this. You know, it's routinely, if we ever hear about at any point with anyone, an issue about something that's gone wrong with any of our products, we make a note of it and make sure it's it goes to the right people and it's addressed. You know, that's that's really good. And that's kind of what you want in your company. Even if you're selling widgets, you want everyone to have the same sense of ownership, you know? Simon, uh, a lot of the functionalities that you've uh, that you've talked about are available in the Riabu portal, the discrepancy resolution center, where you're able to track precisely who is responsible to solve which discrepancy. You can even allocate them how many days you're going to give them in order to turn that around. You will also be able to add uh, various supervisors of the person responsible for fixing the discrepancy in the discrepancy resolution center. You also talked about the master file and having a credit policy that's commonly known to everybody who's in touch with that customer so that everybody's on the same page. The customer can't exploit different payment terms that they might have heard from different people. That master file is also there for you, for you to be able to track who's responsible for payments and what that credit policy look like, looks like. And the digital kit has the link to both the credit policy wizard as well as the discrepancy reporting link so that you can circulate that to everybody, whether you're working for Walmart, Microsoft, or anyone else. Thanks very much, Simon.